and welcome to Great Takes Less Filling by the Daily Gopher. I'm Chris, go AU Fur. With me this week is Andy, Gopher Guy 05. Criticize PJ Fleck today at your own peril. Uh, well, I mean, I assume the, the criticism would be leveled at uh, Sanford, not PJ. I mean, he, he probably had a few things to get blamed about too, but you know, it, it, <laughs> it, 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 we'll take it where we get it. A win is a win. It wasn't pretty. A win is a win. It, uh, it, it definitely was ugly. Uh, we all predicted it was going to be ugly, so this was not a surprise to us. I think the all-game rain was a bit of a surprise, which just ensured that it was ugly. Uh, but in the end, they did just enough to do what they needed to do, and uh, they got the win. P.J. Fleck's first ever win while trailing at halftime as a coach of the University of Minnesota. I think my favorite part of this game was the fact that it sounded on TV like we were listening to it via uh, a vinyl record. Uh, the rain was landing so hard wherever uh, BTN had their mics placed that it was just hiss and pop, and it was, <laughs> I swear to God, we were it, I mean, to it, it, it legitimately sounded like they were picking up the camera guy's poncho, or they had a poncho over the field mark, and that's what you're hearing. I mean, literally, that when when we were at the, uh, what, what game was that when it rained? Was that Ohio State? That was Ohio State. I mean, that's, yeah, what, yeah. that's what it sounded like, was the rain bouncing off the poncho I was wearing in the sands. That, I mean, so it sort of felt like I was there, except, you know, a lot less wet and a lot less cold. Which is good, given that for a lot of the game, it was ugly. True. And, uh, you know, we'll just, we'll just, Alex isn't here today, but I'll just take the role. You weren't even in the stands. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess I would be the closest person on staff to the game today, so it could if it was, if it was, if, if we're going to follow Alex's water demon uh, accusations, unfounded accusations, I, I will reiterate. Uh, I guess his point would be that I was the closest one on staff to the to the game today. But all right, well, they won. Um, obviously, I'm not displeased by that. I the game was a slog in every way possible, so it's hard to feel super excited by that. I guess uh, what were what would your biggest criticism be of the Gophers in this game? Well, I think the biggest criticism, and I'll give you know slight credit that the game plan had to tweak a little bit because of the weather, but the offense still at times looked just utterly stagnant. I mean, um, you had a couple of nice drives, and then they would come out the next drive, and it was back to run, run, pass, three and out. And I mean, I understand you can't be creative on a hundred percent of your play calls, but I mean, where where do we have a, a screen pass in the in the playbook right now? Do we have a intermediate route that's not a slant that we you know? Granted, we hadn't been even running the slants until a couple times today. Where where are these play calls that you know really? If if we're stuck running behind a eight man front, nine man front, we can't get two yards. Where's our pass play? We can dial up that we can get five on it. Just a little bubble screen to the outside. Where 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 is that? Is that not in the playbook anymore? Because it sure seems like it. I'd love to have an answer for you on that one, uh, but I don't. I am also confused. <laughs> I mean, looking at, looking at what we did today, I mean, it, Tanner Morgan had mm, some success going downfield. Um, he had a lot of other throws that were either overthrown or, or ducks that, frankly, he didn't have an interception today, and it's probably probably a bit lucky he didn't because there were at least two or three throws there that probably legitimately, if but we played a team with a little bit better secondary, they probably would have had at least one interception. But... Yeah, it was either a short run 
or it was a bomb down the field. There was no, you know, I thought the whole point was they were going to try and get Trey Potts because he was actually a scat back, some action out of the backfield. Has Trey Potts caught a ball out of the backfield all year? Um, I, I legitimately don't know. Um, it, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, you just, you keep questioning. It's like, where, where is this playbook coming from? In, in what realm of possibility when it's pouring out and for the most of the second half, it was pouring out. Does it make sense to let Tanner Morgan under duress, try and throw 40 yard bombs downfield? It's a choice. It's a choice. And, and like I said, you know, we, we can criticize to some extent it worked well enough that they got the win, uh, you know, thanks to the Gopher defense stepping up and playing great again for about the third consecutive week. Um, but yeah, this offense, it, it's still, I mean, against better teams, that's not going to get you a win. You know, Purdue is going to be a six and six team, five and seven team. Uh, Nebraska coming up is probably a five and seven, six and six team. You might be able to get away with this against this. But you try pulling this same offensive play and calling against Iowa, Iowa will beat us forty nine to ten. It won't. It won't be close. We might get away with it against Wisconsin. We, well, yeah, the, the, the Badgers <laughs> having having a little bit of trouble against Michigan today. I mean, that. Let's be honest. Watching Wisconsin and Minnesota play, that might be a three nothing game. <laughs> or if somebody scores, it's going to be a defensive touchdown because yeah, those offenses together on the field, dear God, that. Ugh. But, I mean, like I said, a win is a win. We can be happy. We're going into the bye week. P.J. Fleck and, and Mike Sanford have two weeks to try and talk and figure something out. Um, you know, you're not going to fire Mike Sanford after a win going into the bye week, as, as many of us were discussing early or late in the first half. Um, so he's, he's still going to be the offensive coordinator of this team two weeks from now when we play for the chair. But um, you, you got to come up with something. I mean, I can't believe these play calls aren't in the playbook at all. And it, it's just, it boggles the mind that, you know, where you, it's either a deep bomb or it's a run. And we don't seem to have any real other options. We are excited, uh, as the blog, to announce the return of Homefield Apparel as a podcast sponsor. Uh, not familiar with Homefield? Uh, they're going to have stuff that you love to wear. Comfortable gear, cool vintage designs. Uh, everyone on the blog freaking loves this stuff. You may recall from the pod earlier this summer how, how over the moon we were that they were uh, finally releasing Minnesota stuff. Nothing makes us happier than great gopher gear. So if you want some of your own, use the code DAILYGOPHER during checkout at homefieldapparel.com for 15% off your first purchase with the good brand. That is code DAILYGOPHER at homefieldapparel.com. Well, turning away from the offense because I want to enjoy the rest of my day. The defense, obviously, I mean, I wouldn't say was infallible, but certainly... Held the line. Uh, we got pressure on the quarterback. Uh, it was four sacks at one point. I can't remember if they added any to that total late in the second half. But uh, actual pressure on the quarterback, which is always uh, appreciated. And, uh, I, you know, if you want to think of uh, special teams as an extension of your defense, uh, your Necton, or what I assume your Necton of the week, based on a comment you made earlier to me, uh, you know, special teams came through in a, in a big way. 
Yeah, I mean, it's something we have not seen yet this year, and frankly, for a while. Uh, but but arguably, you can make a very strong argument that the Minnesota special teams won this uh, won them the game today. Um, you know, Mark Crawford had his best game as a gopher by far, punting. Um, Matthew Trickett made two field goals until including that, that one that really gave us some breathing room there. I guess technically it didn't. It just took a four-point game to a seven-point game. But, it, you know, mentally gave you a little bit more breathing room uh, in the monsoon, nailing that 42-yarder um, late in the fourth quarter, you know. Um, dragging Kessich continues to bomb kicks out of the end zone. Uh, so we don't need to worry about kick returns or anything like that. So, yeah, no, I mean, this was a this was a good defensive or a good special teams game for the Gophers. Defensively, they got some great pressure, uh, got a couple of sacks when they needed it, but you almost wonder if they were getting tired or Purdue figured things out. Like you said, I don't think they I don't think they had a sack in the fourth quarter, even though they tried and Purdue was throwing a lot. Um Aiden O'Connell was throwing a lot of quick four or five yard passes. How amazing how that works. Um But, you know, uh they did what they needed to do. I mean, Purdue ended up with uh, 85 offensive plays, 434 offensive yards compared to just 52 plays and 290 for the Gophers. Uh, time of possession was, um, I'm trying to find it here. I had it in front of me. Now, of course, I can't. Oh, there it is. Uh, you know, time of possession ended up being not as bad as it was. It looked a lot worse after the first half. It ended up being 33 to, to 27 for Purdue. Um but you know the the Gopher defense did what they needed to do. They they got stops. They forced uh, Purdue to have a lot of third and fives, fourth and fives. I mean Purdue was pretty successful on those early in the game. But in the uh, they you know obviously converted two for three on their fourth down attempts. But um, ended up ended up only six for seventeen for third down, which I think at one point they were four for six. So the Gopher defense uh, turned it up and and held them later in the game when they needed to, and they they helped Minnesota to get uh, get the. 2013 win. All right, Nectons of the week. Where are you going? I mean, for me, it's a no-brainer. It's Mark Crawford. Uh, Mark Crawford in this rain flipped the field four times, uh, and he did. I mean, here's his stat line today: six punts, averaging 51.3 yards a punt, long of 60, four inside the 20, at least one inside the five, a couple inside the 10. Uh, had a great hold on that last Trickett field goal. Yeah, because that was not an easy. That pick was up. well. We saw we saw the Purdue holder muff the hold, and that's what probably forced Purdue missing that field goal in the fourth quarter. Trickett or our Crawford sort of struggled with it, but got it down so the Trickett could make it. So that was big. And like I said, in these in these weather conditions, you know, not giving Purdue a short field because Purdue was doing pretty good at getting 40, 50, 60 yards, but then stalling out. So making them start from their own 10 instead of making them start from their own 40 made all the difference. And so, uh, no, I mean, necktown of the week has to go to Crawford. I think if he, if he doesn't flip the field there three or four times, I think we're talking about a more like a 23, 20 Purdue type of game rather than a, a 2013 go for win. Yeah. No, no matter how frustrated, uh, you know, it can be <laughs> to watch a game like this, uh, a win is always superior. Hands down, no question. There is no world where I will ever be disappointed we didn't lose. So, Well, we have a bye week. Uh, as Andy says, hopefully the offense figures some things out over this bye week. Hopefully players are able to rest up, do smart things. We don't lose the bye week to something dumb. 
And uh, as uh, Andy also noted, it is almost time to face off for the Broken Chair Trophy. Uh, So a little plug and reminder to you, if you have not already started thinking about what you're going to donate to the Broken Charity, uh, the uh, nonprofit fundraiser behind the Broken Chair uh, for the University of Minnesota Children's Hospital and the, uh, why am I blanking, Andy, the... Uh, Team Jack. Team Jack Foundation for Nebraska. Uh, you should be looking into that right now. You know, you'll hear more, hear more from the blog on that. Um, it's brokenchairtrophy.com. Um, if you want to start your donations now, look for events that are going that will go on around the game. Uh, but also look to the blog, our Twitter account, uh, to uh, promote what the Broken Chair folks are doing. So, well, Gophers. Now with, uh, uh, I mean, Gophers are ahead of Wisconsin in the Big Ten uh, now that Wisconsin has picked up their second Big Ten loss. Uh, Iowa obviously cruising at the top of the division, and we'll see how things look here in two weeks when the Gophers face uh, face Nebraska. But in the meantime, Sky Podcast coming back at you next week. I'm going to close this out with a reminder, Homefield Apparel, they rock homefieldapparel.com. Use code DAILYGOPHER at checkout. And in the meantime, go Gophers. Sky you ma. Row the boat. Go Gophers, row the boat.